Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back. It's your girl, Annette Harris, your certified mental health ambassador and host of this podcast, Mind Mending in the Net, distributed by Get Caught in the Net Incorporated. And you know, I want you to think of this experience as a net for your mind to mend. And I do encourage you to please make sure you subscribe to this podcast. You can find Mind Mending in the Net on Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast shows. And before we go further, we always like to recite my mantra. And that is simply everything starts in the mind. All right, guys, we're going to just get right into today's segment. I normally at this point will give you a positive mental health tip, but just hang on um, and we will definitely get that uh, before this episode actually ends. I am going to introduce to you a beautiful guest uh, that I have had the pleasure of knowing probably we'll just say a long time, (laughs) for a very long time. Beautiful woman of God. And I am so excited to have her on because I want her to share with you. Uh, We're going to, she's going to help me facilitate this discussion, um, what she actually does. And I I think it's so so fascinating. Um, Actually, on my radio show, I used to have her on as my my, my resident spiritual lyricist um, and she would come on and she would do she would do her spoken word I don't want to you know and, and, and it's a, I need to find the balance there whether you say spoken word or poetry but it's it's all you know wrapped up in into one but she does it so eloquently and I know that she is definitely led uh, by the Lord to do such so I'm introducing to you Anita Riddle. I don't even want to try to say her middle name. It's so pretty though, but I don't want to butcher it. But how are you doing on today? I just want to say thank you so much for all of those kind and endearing words. I I want to thank you for allowing me to be on this show as well. I am doing very good and um, just, just, just blessed. Yes, indeed you are. <laughs> and you're so welcome, sweetie. You're so welcome. Listen, now, can you do me a favor and maybe introduce yourself just a little bit about Anita that you wouldn't mind my listeners knowing, um, you know, maybe a little bit of your background and who you are and where you come from? Absolutely. Well, of course, as um, she stated, my name is Anita Riddle, Anita Latrice Riddle. I am um, a spoken word artist from Chicago. Um, with a professional background in human resources and system administration. Uh, But my focus is my gift, uh, honing in on the gift that God has given me in order to reach the masses. Um, What I actually do, I um, recite poems, um, all original spoken word pieces that, you know, obviously come from the Lord. You know, uh, in the mornings, some mornings, I just... He opens my ear up to hear, and I just begin to write. And he speaks to my spirit so that I can have a word for whoever I may encounter that day or uh, whatever um, event that I may have to go to. But basically, just um, my roots are in uh, the church. 
uh, Pentecostal church. I grew up in a family church and um, I grew up in the fear and admonition of the Lord and accustomed to that kind of lifestyle. And um, what I do is basically um, um, build my poetry around the Lord, but Mm -hmm. around life situations as well. So it you'll you'll what you what you'll hear is basically things that go on that people face day to day, but what it will lead you back to is the Lord and how to come out of situations and how to, you know, maintain and endure situations and basically remain joyful and hopeful in spirit when you're faced with certain things. So basically just um you know, it, it brings you back to the master. It brings you back to uh, the fact that there is hope, no matter what you go through, no matter um, what you face in life. Um, there is always hope, no matter what physicality, physical strain you may be under, mental strain, natural, emotional, everything. But I, I try to bring everything back to the source, which is mm-hmm. Jesus. So I love that. Oh my goodness. And you know, your, your description of yourself and what you are um, doing and your intentions, um, it, it actually lines up with the concept of this particular podcast, because I always want to promote positive mental health. And, you know, when you look at the angle that you're coming from, from the spiritual aspect, pointing everything back to Christ, Yes, that's that's what I'm doing here, you know, from the psychological standpoint, you know, if you will, because, you know, we are faced with so many things from day to day. And sometimes it can just be a little bit overwhelming for some people as opposed to other people. But if you have, you know, a voice out there that can help you to navigate um, you know, through life situations, you know, then, oh yes, go for it. And, you know, I believe that, that God is using you in that, in that respect, um, you know, because everybody, they don't have that voice. They maybe don't even know how to find that voice. Um, so, you know, God allows individuals, you know, such as yourself to be able to help them, uh, to navigate and know you're not alone. We're going to, we're going to, you're, you're going to recite poetry, uh, recite spoken word to help bring them back into that, um, you know, full circle (laughs) back around. So I, I, I love that. So thank you. Thank you for sharing, um, who you are and what your, um, what, what you're trying to do now. Uh, I will add to that, that she has been blessed to become an author, (laughs) an author of her wonderful book. And the title of it, guys, catch this. The title of it is We Must Travel. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And and you can just, your mind can just go, your mind can travel thinking about that title. Absolutely. So we kind of want to talk about this during this podcast, because I want to actually relate the concept of poetry and psychology. There is a connection. 
and many people don't realize that there is, but there is. So we want to kind of talk about that in this particular podcast. Again, bringing everything back full circle to promote positive mental health as well. So let me let me read this. This is this is the back of her of her book, and we are we are gonna um, let you know where you can purchase her book, and then also I will put the you know the link in the description portion of this particular podcast as well because I want individuals to be able to support you and uh, I know that they will definitely be blessed so on the back of her book if she doesn't mind me reading this it says through the wisdom of God Anita Latrice Riddle has written a compilation of anointed original spoken word pieces within this literary masterpiece Using various topics, this book of poetry identifies with many, using this specific genre to reach a world in question. Oh, I love this. Oh, so intriguing already. (laughs) This book leads you back to the source. Now, remember what she just said. She said this, and it gives you reason to seek the master space again and go back to your first love in a world uncertain, we must travel. Ah, oh, I love that. Amen. Thank you. But I add that, you know, I believe uh, God's timing, and I mentioned this to her before, God's timing is always perfect. You know, sometimes we want things to happen, you know, at a certain time we have goals and it's good to have goals and set them, mm-hmm. but God has everything in control. And with us, you know, going through this pandemic within this past year, going on two years, um, you know, when you mentioned what I just read about this world being uncertain, and it is certainly uncertain. And it seems like it has become more and more, you know, like that, but we have to travel through it. Absolutely. We have to. But again, this book, that we are talking about, We Must Travel is going to help you to be able to get through. So let's see, she's already talked to us about who she is. Okay, um, so Anita, I have a question to ask you. Why do you think that poetry or spoken word is, is important? Well, I believe that spoken word and poetry is important because you can kind of take it with you wherever you go. Um, you can touch people, You can uh, relate to people on many levels. Um, And it's just a gift that, you know, comes from the Lord that allows you to connect, connect with the world in whatever situation that, you know, we're facing. Oh, I love it. I love it. And it sounds like you can connect to everyday people, kind of be down to earth with them and, and it, it seems it seems to me, and I, I think you can probably agree with this, that you can grab more people with spoken word. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. You know, because I've actually been noticing, I'm, I'm not sure, you, you know, you did mention that it has been down through the years, but it seems like it's been more and more that I've been coming in contact with it probably within the past, I don't know, eight to 10 years. It seems like it, it's kind of really exploded, if you will, right. spoken word yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. And, and and it does seem like I'm seeing it more among the young people. Yeah. And honestly, me, like I'm I'm one, I um, 
I don't really listen to a lot of poets. Like, there's one in particular that um, I kind of, certain pieces that I like from his, and that's Mr. Harold Green. And he does, um, what is it? Flowers for the Living. And he has this series. And um, it's, it's very 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 like to the times and it's very adaptable you can you can hear it and relate it's so relatable every piece that he has is like he knows how to engage he knows how to like come in and out engaging and you know giving his point of course Mm -hmm. that's what all poets do but it's like uh, you can relate and a lot of people because he's a he's a younger guy i don't know how old he is i'm i know he's married with children but he's not an older guy um but not saying there's nothing wrong with that but um getting back to the question <laughs> i don't i don't uh, listen to a lot of poets but what i do i tend to listen to the lord and I listen for what he is saying, because when you have an attentive hear, ear to hear him, he can speak to people and he can, you know, minister through through what he tells you. You may not understand what you're writing or why you're writing it. And a lot of times, excuse me, a lot of times um, poets, they are misconstrued because some people think, oh, I wonder, okay, are, are they talking about themselves or are they, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times it's not, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, God gives you this for you to bring somebody else out, just like a preacher. If a preacher is up preaching, the sermons are not always, you know, about himself, you know right. what I'm saying? But it's what the Lord would have for him to say. And with right. poetry, it gives you that same kind of feel, that same kind of angle. And it allows you to go in and go out, go in and go out, but it allows people to reflect upon themselves and it allows you to relate, so. Right, right. Okay, okay. Now that that's interesting. Now, so, okay, and, and I've heard you say it before about how you um, listen for the voice of the Lord before you write. Is that is that kind of accurate? Absolutely. Okay. And and that, and that's great. Now, you have some individuals who who just have that talent and they can just start writing yeah. or maybe you throw a subject at them or something like that. But you from the angle that you come from, it it's more it's more spiritual based in how you acquire your spoken word pieces. Absolutely. It, right. Okay. That that's great. That that's great. Um, that's not with every one of them. Okay. Um, sometimes I will speak out of emotion or speak out of what I've gone through or speak out of, um, you know, what I'm feeling at that time. And it kind of evokes what other people are feeling too. And I later mm-hmm. find that out when I recite it or, you know, different kind of things. But um, it's kind of a, 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 a balance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a balance. It's not just that, but I know it is a gift, you know, because if somebody says, okay, write me a poem about love, I'll be like, okay, <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> you know, take me all the five minutes, you know, and they, oh my God, you just wrote that. But it's still a gift. It's still the gift that comes from God. And I like to think that 
you know, all of it is you hearing and speaking because it's like we have nothing of ourselves. It's like the gifts of God are proper. The gifts of God are His gifts, and so many they they um, they they equate it to themselves. But it's like no, anything that you have is because of the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And when when people say, well, congratulations on your book, it's like this is a work of God. You know, it's it's like it's His. And I often yeah. say, like, when you know who you are and whose you are, it's um, very vital in your mental um, stability, in your daily walk, in your kind of things that you do. It, it, you know, in Christ, we live, move, and have our being. Mm-hmm. So we know that in Christ, we live, move, and have our being in him. And we have to also know that whatever gifts and callings and talents that we have, they do derive from him. So if someone looks at you and particularly may not want to encourage you or they may not want to say, hey, that's good, that's okay because you feel like, okay, well, this is God's gift. So if you knock it or if you congratulate it, oh, that's God's gift to God be the glory. So it's like, you know, it's like, okay, it's not my little book or it's not my this, that, and the third. No, this is a gift from God. And I cherish being a vessel used by him. I cherish because the fact that he chose me to yield, you know, what will give somebody else light at the end of their tunnel, encouragement or a way out. Maybe, maybe it won't feel good reading it, but maybe when they reflect on it and reflect on the truth that God is speaking, they'll say, hey, well, you know, let me stop. Let me get out of my stubborn way. Let me really reflect on what was really being said. You know, it's not like, okay, it's this lady saying this. No, it's a message behind that. It's your father giving you instruction. It's your father giving you a way out. It's your father helping you Mm -hmm. through a vessel. Right. And that's my thing. I like to be clean and I like to be, you know, keep my spirit free so that I can be used by God, you know, as much as I can. Getting away from distractions and things that will try to serve as stumbling blocks because when you carry any gift from God, you will be attacked. And that's spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, but when you give it back to Him, because he said, I won't give my glory to another anyway. He's not. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so if you got the, you know, big head and pride and all of that, God hates pride and arrogance. You know, that's not going to last long, you know. Right. <laughs> so it's best to know what it's, what you have. And, and maybe I may not always be politically correct. I may not be everyone's pick or choice or may not look the part for some. Or I may not have the dialect that some will require but when I know whose I am and who I am it allows me to get that word out with holy boldness and you know with this certain regard for God that disregards any negativity right you know so Mm, okay this is good stuff good stuff now, let me ask you, are your spoken word pieces 
based off of scripture only? Um, I try to have all of them uh, scripturally based, but uh, some of them, like the love, some love poems, and some are included in this book. Some mm -hmm. are just they they come from, you know, certain experiences, certain feelings, and different kind of things. But it's nothing like raunchier, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> from okay. a pure place, I'll say that they okay. all come pure place a pure place okay all right well no that, that's fine and and everybody has their area or way or um you may have somewhat that that are um specifically based on scripture and then some that are not or like right. you said some of their life experiences and that that just comes down to you know the individual um, right and, and i would love can i quote you a short one that may not yes. okay so just to, for a small example, okay? This one is entitled Horizons. And I would say it's a love poem, okay? It says, love is like honey blossoms, succulent indeed to the eyes, tender to the taste, because I love you so much. And I've never known this touch, never felt this way, cascading our minds in time as we lay, listening through your laughter, You've captured my intention, and in the bosom of disaster, you were a shield for me, frolicking upon my teardrops with your imminent cheer for me. I see upon horizons the intense intent of your dwelling. Secret thoughts of the purest minds have disclosed mysteries, and I'm not telling. Abide, favorite king. Dominate gracefully within. Cascade my steps into your depths as true benevolence does now begin. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us for part one of the conversation of the connection between psychology and poetry and spoken word. I want to thank my guest, Anita Riddle. I want to encourage you to join us for a second part. I read a quote that states, the psychologist who keeps the soul in mind is closer in sensibility to the poet, even if he or she is not a poet. Essentially, he or she is acknowledging that poetry is an art of the soul. And I think you can agree. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are interested in submitting questions or comments regarding this topic or any other topics, please make sure you email me at mindmendinginthenet at gmail.com. Again, that's mindmendinginthenet at gmail.com. Also, I encourage you to make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Look for Mind Mending in the Net on Google, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast shows. Mind Mending in the Net, where everything starts in the mind. We'll see you in the next episode.